0: So you wanna, a show for writers, by writers, da-da, da da, 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 de, da
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to So You Wanna, a show for writers, by writers. Meg and I created this brand to give
0: authors a place to chat, hang out, and just generally be. We generally believe that the world needs more books. It needs your books, and we want to make that happen. I'm Meg. I am the romanticy and rom-com author of this dynamic duo.
1: I'm Elle. I'm a contemporary romance author. Today we're doing another segment of Being Indie. We created this, you know, portion of our show to help listeners and ourselves meet new authors and find new books um we're both broke as a result of this segment (laughs) sorry not sorry but today is not about us it's about our guest Brianna E. Wilson welcome Brianna do us the honors of introducing yourself
2: please hi so I'm Brianna I go by Brianna E. Wilson on my books and I am a new uh fantasy romance author and I'm indie, so.
1: <laughs> and you're in, what's your Instagram where people could find you?
2: Um, so my author Instagram is just authorbriannae.wilson. And that's the same on um, TikTok and Facebook as well. You can find me on those.
0: Oh, that's what's smart. like being things. able to find your username across the board? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor
0: Meg. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> that's either the most common name in the world.
2: Well, see, and Brianna's a really common name, but surprisingly, that was the first one I typed in and it was like, You're good to go. I was like, Oh, great. No, just take <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> so take funny. it before someone signs up. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny to exactly. me that
1: Megan Alexandria is common because before I met you, I've never like I've met Megan's before, but I've never met like a
0: Megan Alexandria before. So I find yeah. it interesting. Um in hindsight, I should have picked like a pin name because it's so long. But I like the, the way I'm flows. like it I does mean, it's so good. It's great because like you Brie I'm can I call you Brie? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just took the liberty with that. <laughs> <It does>. Everyone <laughs> my name Bree. Okay. Gosh. So like you, I'm a fantasy, a romantic writer, you know? So like Megan Alexandria sounds very like, you know, fantastical
2: almost. It does, like, yeah. It if does. you it's like a, it's like a romantic that, name.
0: Thank you. But if you read it, you're like, oh, that, that B definitely writes fantasy, right? <laughs> like, there's no question. I, I also I'm write gonna contemporary. Be... Uh, but... I'm going to be
1: honest. Like, when you first told me about Night Shift, I was like, you know what? This does not surprise me that that's
0: what you write. <laughs> oh, just... my God. Do I just give off werewolf definitely... smut vibes? Like, those... I don't know if I want that. Well, I didn't know it was werewolf smut at the time, but just, like, the
1: general – premise yeah. like the urban kind of setting and the fantastic there's anonymous. a story oh, it's not
2: smart not <laughs> that, but
0: it's 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 spicy i've gotten it's many so
2: good. reviews about the spot it's on my tbr it's on my tbr i hope it's you so enjoy good. it Thank i'm not gonna give reading.
1: spoilers but i just want to say for the record hashtag team bishop forever yeah there's
2: a love triangle and oh it's gonna be like it's gonna be like twilight there's gonna be the team edward team jacob dispute okay yes but we can't i'm
1: sorry like i cannot allow miranda rights to be compared to twilight because Miranda is like so much better
0: (laughs) well i just just want to say so that you don't go into it or the listeners here don't go into it thinking that it's going to be like happy um (laughs) yeah. <laughs> is it I, I feel like it's dark. The things you've it's shared are like it's dark. It's it very is. dark and the trigger warning is there for a reason. So mm-hmm. like just know that I was working through some stuff <laughs> when I wrote this. It's a trilogy, so, I mean, I promise there's a happily ever after at the end of it, but um, as my motto goes, I write happily ever afters, but you have to work for them. So, don't (laughs) at me. I've gotten a few messages where people are like, oh my god, and I'm like, listen, I warned you, so I don't know why you're mad, okay? so The
2: warning was there, yes.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the point is, this is a show about Brianna and her books and and you have to tell us about them you are contractually obligated so
2: (laughs) oh gosh okay so this is a fantasy romance book it's book one of a trilogy Mm -hmm. um and it's got let's see it's got enemies to lovers lovers to enemies forced proximity, uh, marriage of convenience tropes all bundled I'm in so there. i into it. Um, like, you've hit, like, like the so proximity, of like, my yeah. auto buys. <laughs> 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 um, I've got, What's uh, Nordic Sorry? mythology. Yeah, it's Throne of Betrayal. Throne of Betrayal, okay. Yes, and yeah, it's book one. I'm working on book two. Slowly but surely we'll get there. You'll
0: get there. Don't or worry. Really. It, it, book two is always the hardest, I find. It's
2: I'm, so hard that. Yeah, book two is always Especially the, the way, one. especially the way I left book one. I left it in such a way that I was like, now I have so many things I need to follow yeah. up on, answer questions on. Damn
0: past free yeah. making it hard for me. Like, why I did
2: know. I leave <laughs> so many like, times?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find like book book two is definitely the hardest right and then book three because you kind of know where you're going so it's like right you know it's a little bit easier it's hard in the sense that you have to say bye you know almost yeah, like writing like true. trilogy um Which or you can just be exist. Like, <laughs> me. You just stick like me and keep
2: adding to the series and then you that's never true. have to say goodbye that's true (laughs) i mean i built i built a whole like world and everything so could be. i guess if i want to revisit it after the trilogy is over it'll just be hard to not have the same characters i know i'm too far in love with another one
0: i'm okay so i'm gonna jump in because there's so many tropes that i want and i'm i'm gonna become a fan of a side character and then i'm going to bully you into making (laughs) a spin-off series yeah I but can I be very say that's convincing. exactly
1: what happens you know okay. it's like your readers pick up on a side character who they love uh, and they yeah. start demanding the spin-offs, and then all of a sudden you have new books to write did I do that to Meg with Osler's Boy a little
0: yeah actually the reason why why we have a second book to the Osler's Boy and on is because Elle was like this can't I'm be one a shot. shot yeah There
1: are Um, just so many characters I'm fascinated by in that series. Like, you can't leave me hanging But I did that to you,
0: too, with Calorgulant. So the point is, Brie, you have been (laughs) accepted into our circle. And (laughs) now, congratulations, you will have three series by the end of the year.
2: (laughs) You know, that's that's okay.
0: (laughs) Keep me busy. (laughs) All right. Well, we've got a list of questions for you. Um, And we ask our guests these same questions so you unfortunately must also participate otherwise okay. you know, which is in this podcast right now I'm just kidding <laughs> um okay so question number one uh we talked about it but specifically you know what genre do you write in and what
2: does that mean for you so I write in fantasy, particularly fantasy romance genre. Um, I just always loved to read fantasy romance. Even when I was younger, that was just always my jam. Like, um, I mean, it's not totally romance, but Harry Potter. Um, I loved the House of Night series growing up, um, all those types of books. And so my heart's always belonged there. I've tried writing contemporary romance and it's just so hard for me because I'm like, I need I need something spicy in here that's like not normal. Yeah, need um, another
1: spice in there. Yeah.
2: Yes. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to do it. And um, I mean, anything to pull you out of reality in general. Right. So,
0: <laughs> we, you know, we hear
2: that
1: a lot. We hear that a lot from people is that that yeah. ability to pull themselves out of reality
2: yes especially like I because I my thing is like I'll watch like shows that are like in modern times and as soon as like COVID and things like that started getting brought up in the shows I was like I don't want to be there anymore. oh I know it's like, oh so I together. I can't yeah.
1: yeah in all my books I've never mentioned COVID like I write contemporary but I I refuse to write about COVID because I'm like no right? that was a dark horrible yep. time I was not happy I was what? in my darkest place I'm not I'm not going back to it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I feel it because like okay so Miranda writes fantasy okay and that's my excuse let's remember it's fantasy okay, mm-hmm. set in modern times okay like contemporary fantasy but anyway so um I, I the book takes place in 2020 and I say that at some point okay and I I did things with like the moon phases and the weather and everything mm-hmm. all right well at the time that this book was written I wrote it for like 2018 well I moved it up and I moved like the characters that age and stuff to match when I published it. Right. Well, then COVID hit. And I was like, well, I'm not adding that to my book. This is the yeah, no. world of no, werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> and it it, COVID is the problem, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I get that. The point is that it doesn't exist yeah. in my world either because it sucked.
2: Um, yeah. It's terrible times. Terrible Keep times. that six foot distance away from me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> So maybe that should be then... a selling point. Like no covid you know?
1: yeah oh, it's a new trope thing. No, <laughs> no covid, covid-free. COVID <laughs> Reality free. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of then maybe explains what drew you to the genre, but maybe you want to expand on on what what drew you to romance fantasy?
2: Um, I mean, like I said, I started reading fantasy when I was younger, um particularly like Harry Potter and things like that. Um I didn't really get into the romance side of fantasy until I started reading the house of night series. And that has a little bit of romance in it. Mm -hmm. At the time I was like, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah." be still (laughs) my heart. (laughs) Um, And then um, I stopped reading and stuff for a long time, just because I became a mom and I just kind of lost like the time to be able to do it and everything. And then I started reading again uh, like contemporary fantasy or contemporary romance, like Evelyn Hugo and things like that, that were super good. Oh, I love that book. And then I picked up the Akatar series, ah. and I was like, "Oh no, I'm back!" I know, <laughs> yeah, got me so too. I like, <laughs> so I was like, "All right, well, here we go again. This is this is the genre I love, and this is what I'm going to write in because it's yeah. what I love the most." So oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I actually when um A Court and Roses was like out originally you know I was like ah I really don't want to read a fae book and I'll tell you why it's not because it was popular it's because my mother is Irish and yes. uh, there's some really scary things in yeah. about fae okay mm-hmm. and so I was like I don't I don't want this well it was so popular. I was like, fine, you know, and like the fandom is what did it for me. Like everybody. yeah. Like, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll hop on. Well, then I started reading it. And I was like, oh no, favorite, oh, yeah. get out of there. Oh my God. <laughs> Who told you that? Like, I was like, just hooked from the beginning. And I was just like, I was telling my mom about it. And I was like, mom, she doesn't even know. She <laughs> thinks they can't lie. Like, I was just so concerned like (laughs)
1: honestly that's what I loved about Akataro is it was so like it really pulled in all the Irish fairy lore and stuff like that so well and I just like I'm like I have a book called Calorglan it's based in Ireland obviously Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with Ireland (laughs) (laughs) I was really excited about it like I know there's a lot of really scary stuff with it too but
0: I'm kind of weird I guess I'm like (laughs) oh I'm so into this don't open that box. I just want to point out that L um cannot do horror of any means. Okay. Like she is a scaredy cat. Yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> so like I, really, I am. I like how she's just casually glossing over like the scary stuff. Like it doesn't affect her, but
1: we know the truth. I, uh. My mom had a book about fairies and I was so excited about it because I, I had just watched like Fern Gully and I was like,
0: oh my god, fairies are amazing. <laughs> my mom my mom is a horror writer and she wrote this book for children I just want to point out there um that is a there's a short stories in it and one of the short stories is about fairies in the yard and they eat a dog okay the dog goes missing its bones are found I'm like mother these are this is for children you can't publish this
2: you said no they need to know
0: that's what she said and I'm like and that's how I grew up. My mom would tell me these things, like she'd be like, "Okay, like to this day, I don't have a welcome mat because if mm-hmm. my horse is welcome, that's like a loophole for demons." Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like I, I know that. that I have a wipe your paws mat <laughs> inviting. So, okay, demons. so the demons <laughs> will wipe their paws before all they all right. you <laughs> Well, yeah. at least their paws are clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you won't get an infection. i mean i'll be a little dead but that's fine (laughs) you might make it anyway okay so tell us about your book um you know tell us all about throne of betrayal
2: so it follows Adelaide. She's the main character. It's first person um, POV. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is set to marry her childhood betrothed. And um, he's a heir to a kingdom that's on their continents right next to theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's been going fine. And they've like fallen in love over the years. And Aww, they're, them. well, <laughs> they're, they're <enough. laughs> <one does> well, <laughs> yeah they're um announcing their engagement and things like that and all of a sudden James who is her fiance his mother turns up being poisoned Uh, by a flower that conveniently is found in Adelaide's kingdom and her kingdom alone. Um, And there are rumors going around that her father orchestrated it uh, because he's never been able to have any sons. And this other king has multiple sons. And so he wanted to take out his wife to avoid him having any upper hand over him. So now, needless to say, their relationship's kind of imploded rocks, yeah um, and now they're a uh, forbidden love uh so oh, another
1: buzzword for me <laughs> yes. yeah
0: so, so they that's
2: a thing for me they uh desperately want to be together so obviously but things are kind of you know they're on the brink of war so they can't necessarily be together um and this other uh yeah. king mm-hmm. swoops in
0: yeah. from
2: this other kingdom and they are known to be very um brutal and vicious they follow is this the uh bad the gods. boy yes
0: i love him already um, is he a fire ready? sign
2: <laughs> well i mean he if he was a sign then yes he probably would be um but uh he is their whole island is very um based on viking um they have the old um the viking gods are in there and the mythology like the mythological creatures from nordic myth are in there Um, And he's just rumored, like, stay away from them. They're not good people. They're violent people. Stay away from them. But Don't do that. He He sounds perfect. He has an army that could protect her home, but she doesn't want any part of it. And so that's kind of where things lie when things kind of explode.
0: I'm already invested. (laughs) I am already invested. I would marry that man so hard i've got a big army i'm a princess let's make this happen but like i
2: i'm in need of that (laughs) yeah that's right let me be your damsel in distress Mm -hmm. i'll be whatever
0: you want it's
2: fine
0: sorry i made it weird guys so what sets your book apart from others in the same genre
2: So I think the plot in and of itself is fairly unique. I don't think that I've really read um, a fantasy or fantasy romance book with this sort of um, plot where there's like the murder mystery in there between Mm -hmm. the two. Um, But then I also think, um, you know, I've tied in enough with the genre, like the world building, um, the tropes. Mm -hmm. Um, and mythological creatures and things like that to where people who like that about the genre will want to read it because they're familiar with those things so it's different but it has the things you love in there also I love that
1: so what what inspired you to write your books
2: um, well, so like I said, I started reading again and I think that kind of just kickstarted the gears in my brain, um, mm-hmm. to be like, Hey girl, we used to like to write once upon a time. Um, and then one day I literally just had this story like pop in my head out of nowhere. I was, I think I was just like laying in bed and it just came up and it would not go away. And um, I was like, I don't really want to write it. I don't think it would be any good. And it just continuously was like, hey, hey, like tapping me on the shoulder, yeah. like you should try and write it. So I was like, okay, fine. And <laughs> I Picked up a piece of paper and started writing it. And yeah, so I guess reading again really made me want to start writing again and like I said, the story idea just came to me and it was like demanded to be heard. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that you say I love that, that that reading inspired you because I really, like we cannot stress that enough to mm-hmm. people, you know, we say it all the time. If you want to write well, read, you know? Yes. Yeah. It just, is. you just have to do it. It's like researching your job, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Like, like, I don't know, you find what you like, what's working, what's not working, but it also kind of like, I don't know, jogs your mind for things. Like maybe you had an idea in your brain, but you didn't know how to do it. And then just seeing something else is like, I'm not saying like steal people's ideas, absolutely right. not. But like, <laughs> no, you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, it can like trigger something loose, like shake something loose to be like, that's how I do this. This person did this, but I could do this. You know, what if right. I did this? And like, I don't know, I find it very interesting. I mean, just look at like a Court of throne of roses. We, we, hmm. um, pointed that out that's a beauty and the beast retelling you know right. um, that is a story that existed but somebody asked the question what if you know so
2: yeah. um, right I know. and I think oh, it's really important know. to read the books in your genre because then you kind yes. of know like what's popular what people like and then you can pick out the things you don't like in that book and then spin. you can also
0: see like what's been done and kind of like yeah your way around that so you're not you know oversaturating or whatever
2: right
1: well, exactly. also, I think uh you know one of the biggest things I ever learned about how to stay inspired is to read because like you know it it helps you find your voice and stuff like that mm-hmm. in a sea of many voices you can yeah. find yours. And on top of that like I think I mean as a romance writer obviously tropes are a very big thing in romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think by reading different tropes you kind of learn the mechanics behind what makes them what they are because a lot of readers who are looking for tropes are looking for very specific things within those tropes. Mm -hmm. Like when you read a small town romance, like you want to feel like you're going home, you know? (laughs) you know that was a knee jerk
0: reaction I'm sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) but like the whole thing with that's what I always hear from readers like whenever they read small towns like they want to feel like they're going home when they're reading a grumpy sunshine they want the grumpy to be grumpy they want the sunshine to be sunshine like Mm -hmm. they don't want it to like like you gotta set it apart when they're reading enemies to lovers they want them to absolutely hate each other you know like they don't want them (laughs) to have like bad feelings
0: (laughs) I'm just saying listen <laughs> Bree's a mother so I don't want to like be myself on this podcast like don't go don't listen to the other episodes <laughs> and hear me curse about Frodo no. uh, <laughs> I'm a nice lady uh, oh my god look writing is tough from sitting down to start that draft getting published there are a hundred things to consider believe me we know where
1: writers do that's why we created So You Want to I'm Meg. And I'm Elle. Every Tuesday starting February 1st, we will take on genres, mechanics, post-Indie authors, and discuss all things writing. The world needs more books. It needs your books. Remember, Tuesdays. We want to see you there. All right, so tell us about your main character, their goals, were they inspired by real
2: people, flaws, etc.? yeah so Adelaide's the main character um she's 20 what do I have around? 21 um she's very headstrong um and she was kind of inspired like when I picture her in my head I very much based her on like Snow White-esque very dark dark hair um dark eyes and then um just like paler complexion so that's always what I think of when I think of her in my brain um And then let's see. uh If you've ever watched, let's see, the CW show Rain. Have you ever seen that show? Mm-hmm. No. She's kind of loosely based on Mary, Queen of Scots, and that show just image-wise. Oh yes!
0: Oh my god! Yeah. I you have seen that Rain. Yes. I thought I thought you were I saying r-a-i-s thinking- I thought- <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. I like, Rain, oh, but- I have seen." Oh my god
2: yes that's what I always when I describe my book I'm like it's like CW's reign mixed with Viking mixed with Game of Thrones but a better ending <laughs>
1: okay yeah. so Vikings I have seen I have seen Vikings so that's I also cool. yeah I've seen Vikings. That like that.
2: yes yeah that's what I choose to describe With so feel like oh, okay I can I can relate I... to that
0: I cannot express how excited I am um so like both of my parents are writers my dad passed in 2020 but he used to write Nordic inspired mm-hmm. fantasy so because he is like our family genealogy and stuff goes back to like Viking so like that was oh, like his inspiration and stuff like that. So like on one side I have the Irish Cherokee on the other <laughs> side I have the Viking German you know and so anyway I'm just very excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We're we're excited. Oh, we're uh, Vikings I'm so excited I'll like, just talk about Vikings with me I have to oh no
1: you know yeah, it's because I, it. I don't I don't know a ton about them I've seen the show I do like Norse myth- mythology I just don't know much about it you know we never we, learned, like, we always learn the Greek mythology in school never like
0: yes. other kind of myth- mythology so fun fact in the Miranda Rites, the uh, werewolves speak German to each other because they are based on Germanic and Nordic werewolf lore. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's like a little Easter egg of where all their secrets. Anyway, tell us about your favorite character now. And oh, if gosh. it's not the bad boy, just get out. <laughs>
2: well, well so that's like, over. I was going to pick him, but then I was like, is that stereotypical of me? If I <laughs> No, you better, because
0: otherwise, get out. It's my show. Get out.
2: Um, We'll just finish it on you. Talk about whoever you want,
0: but also talk about him, please.
2: Yeah, I would say he's probably my favorite, just in the sense that there's a lot of layers to him as a person and um his past and everything, which you don't get a whole whole bunch of in the first book. Um, you get the bulk of it, but not the deep, deep dark stuff that will be in the second book. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes.
2: Um, so that's why I I'm like, okay, like I can See why he is the way that he is, and what he went through, and things like that. He's just like a very layered character, and he's like a—I don't know—he's like a very comforty character, I guess. Even though he's I thought you were about to be like guy. he's like an onion.
0: I was thinking I onion. Know. I was thinking onion. I was thinking onion boy, and I'm like, are we vibing right now? Like, are you in my head? Because that is twice now on this podcast that you said rain and all onions. I'm just saying
2: he's very much like onion i guess with all of his little little tiny layers you just gotta I mean, feel, you back. Try, you right? feel back right right yes i feel the, like the second, the second book the second book especially has made me tear up a couple times and i'm like why am i writing this and doing this shit?
1: I know. you have yeah. to you have to it. <laughs> it's gonna be so good if you're feeling emotional it's gonna yeah. be good
0: that, For yeah. the plot. <laughs> I love that and i'm sure he believes you every time you say that to him Yes,
2: like it's a good it's gonna be good. We're gonna get through it together. Yeah, we're going to get through this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hurts me more than it hurts you. I see uh-huh. a reel in this. <laughs> yeah, <I know.
0: laughs> okay. Uh so you know, you're in the author community, uh, you're on Instagram. Obviously, we have poached you for our show, <laughs> so you exist there. You know, um, what do you think is the most valuable part of the indie author community?
2: Um honestly, like I just love the love that I've received from everyone else that is indie. Like everyone's so like welcoming. I've never come across a fellow indie author who's just like stuck up their butt, I guess for lack of a better (laughs) word. I hope that becomes a sound clip. Like I've never met another indie author who's stuck up their butt. Um, and they're always willing to like give advice and things like that. And yeah. like when you post your book, they're always like, yes, and it makes you want to like cheer everyone else on. So it's just like a big, a yeah. big team, a big family, uh, which makes me feel really nice. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I get I love the community for those reasons too there's definitely like a beauty to people who don't gatekeep and who truly like welcome you into the world and they're like this is how I use this and you know try that sort of thing so yeah yeah. that's so helpful
1: sometimes it's hard of course because I do know like I remember there was an author who was sharing um she went the traditional publishing route she ended up getting like a bunch of author offers and stuff like that and she was like She's like, well, I'm not gatekeeping what I did. I'm going to share with you guys everything that I did. And she always opens her videos by, like, in case you run across them, right? And, like, you've never seen her before. She always runs across it by being, like, um, you know, she'll open it with what she's talking about. And she said, like, I'm an author who got, you know, 11 book off- um, book agent offers or whatever. mm mm-hmm. and- you know, and I'm like, and everyone was so mean to her about it. I was like, but I'm like, she should give you her
0: credentials. Yeah, uh, you want to know. Yeah, like, but the not thing is, it. <laughs> listen. There's always there, there, yeah. there always are going to be the people who feel that they are in yeah. competition with you, and there's a difference between yeah. you know being in competition and friendly competition. You know, like yeah, and like. Right you know maybe that's not the right word to say it but like so like okay I'm between you guys right now nobody can see this this is a sound <laughs> audio podcast, I like how but... we're doing actions though <laughs> okay I talk with my hands I'm very Me too. <laughs> um but so like Elle writes contemporary romance and mm-hmm. you write fantasy romance well mm-hmm. I write both you know mm-hmm. and I want to read both of your works and promote mm. both of your works you Just- know um, but like listening, like listening to what you are presenting in the yeah. throne of betrayal here, you know that is my ideal book to read. Like yeah, I'm right. sitting here like with chills and and shit because I'm like, <laughs> man, I cursed. I tried so hard. So I'm, uh, you know and why our I show came, is rated E? <laughs> is not E for explicit. Not every Yeah, that's what it is. Isn't it? Oh. I that on the podcasting, E means explicit. Oh, I thought it was like. Uh. I don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> e for is, everyone, <laughs> it's not e for everyone. Um, so <laughs> the, point, the point is, um, you know, I just I want you to publish your book so I can have it. Is
2: uh, where I'm going it's with it's, that, it's coming? It's coming. It's it's pre order right now, and then really. So, yeah, the the um let's see I have the hardback with the dust jacket.
0: So you went through Barnes and Noble so I can pre-order so, a physical copy.
2: Yes, um I I'm waiting on the paperback because my end it says it's available but it's not visible on their site so yeah. I'm assuming it'll take it maybe I'm hoping it'll take it on Monday it'll be fully live but mm-hmm. the hardback with the dust jacket is live on barnes and noble and then the ebook is on amazon so yeah can i just say
1: i find it really fascinating that you went through like barnes and nobles because a lot of people who come on here go through amazon so now i'm just kind of sarah
0: went through barnes and nobles as well
2: oh dear Mm -hmm. okay I don't know. I actually did.
1: Oh yeah.
2: yeah. I was just researching, um, Mm -hmm. kind of like self pub and Barnes and Noble. I knew Amazon had one, but Barnes and Noble popped up and in my brain, like I know Barnes and Noble for their books, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I went there first. And, um, they were actually very, very easy to work Mm -hmm. with. Um, their formatting was super easy, covered, uh, to put in was super easy, um, and then I had all of my hassle with Amazon because I geared everything <laughs> for parts Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had to yes. fix all of that. And I finally got it fixed, so that's good. But G's that was, yeah. (laughs) So
0: the reason, so I actually have a Barnes & Noble account, an author account, and Mm I have a cover, secretly, this is a spoiler for my listeners here. Um, I have a discreet cover that I created for the Miranda rights that does not have the artwork on it. Ultimately, I was like, "Mm, I don't really care about this cover. I want to do the one, well, I know, right? I want to do the one I... I wanted um so i i kept it on amazon because there is a clause that if you do like um this kindle select or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever, you can't have it on another platform ebook for like 90 days or whatever and Mm -hmm. so i was like well it's just easier to keep it on amazon for me um now if i knew what i knew now and that's you know get your proof a month in advance you know and and um yeah whatever you know um i might do the same cover through um barnes and nobles because one i know them Mm -hmm. Um, fun fact that's actually where brie and i met uh, yes (laughs) i stranger dangered her um but but uh you know two it's so much easier to get your book into barnes and nobles if you are nobles author
2: Right. And that's what I, when I went through their press um, and everything, I was like, a lot of people were saying, if you go like to your local Barnes and Noble and talk to, you -hmm. know, the manager, whoever Mm -hmm. uh, orders the books, they were like, and you tell them like your local author, they love local authors usually. And especially if I'm published through them, they can get their books directly from Mm -hmm. themselves essentially. So
0: and and, yeah. yeah.
2: I will say,
1: um, just because I'm Canadian for any Canadian listeners, the same thing you can do at Indigo or Chapters. Mm -hmm. Um, They are really supportive of local authors. You just go in, you talk to a manager and they have a full form that you fill out. You get to set your price. You get to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. They do take a larger chunk than Amazon takes, which is Mm -hmm. pretty Mm -hmm. typical of most um, retail businesses, but they're happy to support your work, do book signings. Um, You can even, like I've even talked to them Meg's talked about coming to me, and I've even talked to them about like, can we do Meg's book, even though she's American, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. it's all been very like open, and it's been great. So just uh, another fact, because <laughs> 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 we don't have—I don't know if we have Barnes. I don't think we have Barnes and Nobles in Canada. No,
0: it's definitely an American. Thing. So anyway. and then yeah. like Waterstones in the UK. Oh, I um, love
1: Waterstones. I do too. <gasps> oh my god, I have
0: to say this. I'm sorry, Brie. Um, so I ordered Foxglove the other day oh from, i'm so cool. excited well I'm so, so i'm weird. a fairy looter okay so fairy looter. I, I, <laughs> a fairy hoarder i have a fairy loot subscription okay and yeah. i have the belladonna from yeah. fairy. and so mm-hmm. i was like naturally i was like well, i gotta get the, the fox club right so i waited in a queue for that and like they ended up selling it like two hours prior to what their post said it would be and i thought i was yeah. gonna get it but i did Okay, and I'm so excited. I was like, yay, I got it. And then I got an email from Waterstones (gasps) telling me that my book had shipped. And I forgot that I pre-ordered, like, some oh, special edition from no. the freaking UK. Okay, Oh, so now, I forgot about I'm that. I'm on a list somewhere because I've got two of the same book <laughs> coming. Like, it's suspicious. Like, why am I getting so many, like, international packages? Like, I have a problem. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Now I have, forgot and about And this that is yet. Kingdom of the Wicked all over again. Oh, yeah. I have so many of those books. Oh, my. <gasps> oh no. But I get FOMO. Like, <laughs> well, okay,
1: but I I've read Belladonna and I'm so excited for Foxglove, so I completely understand like mm-hmm. your desire to get on That's that. That's my praise, Get cause, the copy because
0: L, uh, she says she's not a fantasy reader, but she's lying. So
1: I feel like what I've learned, like in the last couple of years, as I've been like reading more and like kind mm-hmm. of taking in some fandoms and stuff like that myself, is that if I'm gonna read fantasy there has to be some other element in there that romance. i so whether that be the romance. romance or <laughs> well the thing with belladonna that got me wasn't necessarily the romance but the mystery was pretty yeah. well done you know yeah. like for a mystery um and i really do like a good mystery but anyway this is not about us. <laughs> 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 this is about Brie and I feel like kind of us talking about books and, and different ways to get your books on the shelves of bookstores mm-hmm. um I feel like this is a great place to kind of ask you know what was the biggest lesson you learned writing your first book
2: so uh... If I had to go back and tell myself what I know now, my biggest lesson would probably be to try my darndest not to edit while I'm writing my first draft. I do oh, that's that. a hard one. Yeah, it's, okay. it's so hard because I really just want it to be perfect the first time. Of course. And yeah. <laughs> so I would write like a chapter or two and then I would go all the way back to the beginning and reread it. And then I'd be like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I would change do you it. i over. Well, and it cost know. me so much time. <laughs> Do you
0: want to know how to bludgeon that out of yourself? Oh God! <laughs> Don't. It's have you ever? Really. I tell you anyway. Have you ever participated in NanoRiMo?
2: I have not. I see it everywhere though. Here lately, you will join our
0: NanoRiMo this November. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the only way that you can beat NanoRiMo is if you just puke out a manuscript. So oh God, it's never pretty. It is Do it a few times, <laughs> and you will. You will get better about editing. You know. You do. I'll
2: have to I'll have to try it because yeah, like I said, I'm I'm writing book two now, and I'm I'm trying to be better at book two than I was at book one. I I really was kind of flying by the seat of my pants, as very big pantser, and like now I've kind of got my outline going. Um, and there were certain scenes that I just wanted to write right away, and it was mm-hmm. bugging me because they're not till the middle or later in the book. So what I did was I like wrote down sections I knew I wanted in those mm-hmm. chapters and I just have them saved for later and then I can yes, focus on the yes. tedious stuff later'm so like okay're getting better
0: <laughs> when you write something and don't just delete chunks like copy and paste it into another document because you can use that for either other books or other installments in this series or you know spicy whatever clips for your <laughs> newsletter I don't care but don't delete you know save those words. Um, that's true that's something that's else I, that's like. good I am also a recovering panster so yes. <laughs> I
1: I really agree with what you said though about how to bludgeon yourself as NaNoWriMo like I feel like in the years that I've done NaNoWriMo I really have learned that the first draft is literally just for Barbage. getting it out of oh, my yeah. head just get everything <laughs> out <laughs> however it comes out is how it comes out it's never like your first draft is never that great it's no. I mean no matter how many times you edit it and go through it, it's never. You read it and you're like,
0: "What?" Oh yeah when i
2: when I went when I went back finally and reread the whole first draft, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's not good in this part at all." I feel that in my
0: soul. So. <laughs> you're in good company. Okay, so are you reading anything right now?
2: So currently, right now, I'm reading Throne of Glass series. Um, oh man, so I, good? I was thinking about picking it up. I
1: just see finished the new special edition that's out of it. There is a gorgeous special edition with like a full-on art, like the um the uh oh god, my book's not working. There's straight the... edges. Oh, There's okay. straight edges, but
0: they make like a full picture when they're all together. It's so pretty. Well, maybe it's I need so... that because it's the covers that have prevented me in the past.
1: I'll, I'll have to is... see if I can
2: find the, the cover that I have. the newer cover yeah
0: um and
2: I I read all of ACOTAR and then I read Crescent City and Crescent City 2 made my brain explode yeah Mm -hmm. and so I was like you have to read Drone of Glass because what if it ties in to Crescent City 3 it comes out in January I was like I have to read it then so I'm trying to get through it she's a
0: mastermind in getting us to read her entire catalog I finished
2: I finished Crown of Midnight I read it I'm reading it what's it called the romantic way. So I'm not reading Assassin's Blade first. I read Throne of Glass first. Crown of Midnight. And then I think I read. I think I'm supposed to read Assassin's Blade after. Crown of Midnight. Or whatever. The but
0: whole pattern of. Oh my god. Wait, wait, so you
2: can read them. I guess. They're
0: different. Oh my god. That That's is amazing. brilliant. There was this thing years ago. The show called Arrested Development. Came back um off of TV and it came onto Netflix right mm-hmm. and they did this innovative thing that was just so amazing where you could pick a path to go so you could do this character Michael's path and you would watch all of his episodes and see what happened and then you would go to Lindsay's and you watch all of hers and the same events were happening but the POV changed and then you would pick up different things of what was happening it was so well executed mm-hmm it was such a web of things and and there's so many there's job there's Lindsay, there's michael there's uh, buster and so like you're just going through I all am- these characters and the story changes every single time and i was oh like oh my gosh
1: i am mind blown by anyone who can make that happen like who mm-hmm. can write a series and you can read it in different ways to get
0: different things i'm like well just what? the,
1: the <laughs> webs going because
0: and- the, the movie Crazy Stupid Love uh, mm-hmm. operates that same way where you have these three stories going and then at the end yeah. they all collide. So. Right.
1: I That's do love true. that movie you did. You I told know. watched that movie and I love it. That's excellent. It's like my That's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. Ryan Gosling. Yes. And, yes. and it was so funny. <laughs> it was very funny. funny.
0: I also have a thing for Steve Carell there. I said it. Oh, yes, I, I love, love so- Steve Carell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I said it. He's my favorite. I love him. Oh my yeah, God, me too. I'm not sorry. Love right.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, those are all of our questions. Um, You know, thank you for coming on and chatting with us.
2: Yes. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm sorry. I was trampled over what Elle was saying here. Um, oh, no. no, I wanna- all
1: good. Yes. Yeah. It's all. Good. I'm just still like, oh my god, I'm not alone in my Steve
0: Corral thing, and
1: it's hey, mind
0: Well, <laughs> well anyway, um, <laughs> if you okay. could once again let us know, you know, uh, your book title, your name, and where we can find you on social media.
2: Yep. So my book, again, is Throne of Betrayal. It's book one in a fantasy romance trilogy. Um, My name's Brianna, um, but you can find me under author Brianna E. Wilson under all my social medias, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, And then this book is available on ebook for um, Amazon. It will be on Kindle Unlimited when it hits September 17th. And then my paperback and the hardback with the dust jacket, which is exclusive to Barnes and Noble, will be on Barnes and Noble for pre-order so
0: yeah I'm so excited I've already written it down you had my <laughs> ass jacket I just made a real jacket yes. uh, anyway as a reminder guys I'm Meg I am a romantic fantasy <laughs> rom-com writer. I write romance that's sometimes sad and sometimes funny in a magical sort of way I don't know the point <laughs> is you can find me on Instagram at author Megan Alexandria You can go to my website, authormeganalexandria.com, or you can find me on Wattpad at meganalexandria.
1: And I'm Elle. I am a contemporary romance author. I have my debut novel, uh, Clorglin, that's available. And if you... Don't know my second book, which is a novella, uh, a very Clergland Christmas is coming this November. Pre-orders will be opening November 1st. Um, so I'm really excited about that. You can find me on Instagram at El Meredith Thought Rights and on TikTok at El Meredith Thought Rights and What Hat at L Meredith Rights. It's a lot of El Meredith rights. Just you know, look up El Meredith Rights, that's probably me. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad, though. Elle can't simplify everything to, you know, find me at Elle Meredith Wright. And I can't remember to drop my book titles. So, you know, (laughs) together we make one decent podcaster. Anyway. uh, That's why we're a team. (laughs) Anyway, you can join us next week for another segment of Being Indie. Same time, same place.
1: We want to see you there.
0: So. You are not a chauffeur, riders, but riders, da 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 da.